0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Muse for the 27th of August to the 2nd of September, where I bring you the latest news and events from around the world of music over the past week. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. This week in our Blast from the Past segment called This Week in History, there are a large number of stars of the music industry celebrating their birthdays once again. With country music star Shania Twain turning 55, Comedian, actor and musician Jack Black turns 51. Another female country music star Leanne Rimes turns 38. Gloria Estefan turns 63. Florence Welch of Florence and the Machine turns 34. Former One Direction member Liam Payne turns 27. Beeb Rexer turns 31. And finally, Bee Gees member Barry Gibb turns 74. This week in history, there were many major events and interesting happenings from around the world. In 1958, the king of pop, Michael Jackson, was born. In 1965, the biggest band in the world, the Beatles, would meet the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley, at his mansion in the Beverly Hills. Elvis would, however, not impress the Beatles, thinking he was rather boring and, quote, unmagnetic, with John Lennon remarking, where's the real Elvis, but also praising him, saying if it hadn't have been for Elvis, there wouldn't have ever been the Beatles. In 1970, Jimi Hendrix would record his final track of his career and life with Slow Blues. Also in 1970, a security guard for Elvis Presley receives a mysterious and suspicious phone call stating that Elvis would be shot at his final show of a four-week set of gigs in Las Vegas and was demanding $50,000 to reveal the potential gunman. That same day, Elvis discovered an image in his mail that had his face drawn onto a hotel menu with a gun pointed at his heart. Luckily, the final show was performed without any incidents. In 1977, three people were arrested for attempting to steal the body of Elvis Presley in Memphis, with his body later being moved to Graceland due to this. In 1985, LA serial killer Richard Ramirez was captured after committing 13 murders, with one of the crime scenes revealing an ACDC hat he had left behind, landing him the nickname The Night Stalker by the media and unfairly being compared to the song Night Prowler, with the media creating bogus speculation that the song inspired him to commit these terrible crimes. In 1987, the film clip for Michael Jackson's Bad is shown for the first time on CBS. In 1988, George Michael would equal the king of pop Michael Jackson's record with his eighth number one single in the US within the 80s decade with the track Monkey. In 1989, Guns N' Roses rhythm guitarist Izzy Stradlin is arrested at Phoenix airport after urinating on the plane floor due to having to wait to use the bathroom with his publicist describing the event as Izzy's way of expressing himself. He was also done for being verbally abusive towards a stewardess and smoking in the no smoking area of the plane. In 1990, American guitarist Stevie Ray Vaughan was killed at just the age of 35 when the helicopter he was travelling in with three other members of Eric Clapton's entourage was brought down in thick fog after colliding with a man-made ski slope after losing sight of their destination. In 1991, Pearl Jam would release their most successful album commercially with 10. It was a great album that included tracks like Even Flow, Alive, Once, Why Go and Jeremy. In 1992, at one of the most memorable Reading music festivals in England, Public Enemy and Manic Street Preacher's bass guitarist snaps his bass guitar in two and hurls it into the crowd, collecting a security guard in the head, forcing him to have 16 stitches. While Nirvana frontman Kurt Cobain shows up to perform, rolling onto stage in a wheelchair to humorously mock those questioning his mental health. Wearing a hospital gown, he rolls forward towards the microphone and starts singing before pretending to collapse on stage. He gets up and performs one hell of a set. In 1994, Oasis released their debut album Definitely Maybe that becomes the fastest selling album in history in the UK. In 2003, at the MTV Music Video Awards, Madonna plants an awkward but passionate juicy kiss on Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera, shocking viewers and fellow musicians in the audience, including Britney's ex, Justin Timberlake, and becoming one of the most outrageous moments from the awards in its history. In 2009, Noel Gallagher quits Oasis, being no longer able to stand his brother Liam, with their relationship becoming non-existent towards the end, travelling separately on tour and refusing to communicate. In 2012, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis soared to number one around the world with the catchy tune Thrift Shop, which would go to number one in 19 countries, including the UK, Australia, the US, New Zealand and around Europe. In 2013, Fergie, formerly of the Black Eyed Peas, names her firstborn child and son, Axel, after dreaming she was watching a performance by Guns N' Roses frontman Axel Rose. And finally, in 2014, lead singer of Survivor, Jimmy Jamison, known best for the hit Eye of the Tiger, passes away at the age of 63. This week, we saw a number of popular new releases, with some of the best including Over Now by Calvin Harris and The Weeknd. Cry About It Later by Katy Perry, Love Language by Crooked Colors, Kill My Time by Five Seconds of Summer, and Seer by The Smashing Pumpkins. Notable and new albums released this week include Smile by Katy Perry, Energy by Disclosure, Josh Pike with Rome, Diesel with Sunset Suburbia, Tim McGraw with Here on Earth, Sam Fisher with Homework, and Metallica's new live album with The San Francisco Symphony with s and 2. As we take a look at who's topping the singles charts around the world with WARP by Katie B and Megan The Stallion remaining at number 1 in Australia, New Zealand and the US. With Head and Heart by Joel Corey and M Neck once again in the top spot in the UK and Savage Love by Jason Derulo and Josh685 at number 1 in Europe. Big movers include South Korean boy band BTS with their song Dynamite at number 2 in Australia, 5 in Europe, 3 in the UK and 4 in New Zealand. While Drake featuring Little Dirk with Laugh Now Cry Later is at number 2 this week in the US. On the album charts this week in New Zealand, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon by Pop Smoke is at number 1. In the UK and Australia, The Killers with their new album, Imploding the Mirage, is at number 1. While staying with the Australian chart and Troye Sivan's new EP, Inner Dream, is at number 3, just behind Taylor Swift's Folklore at number 2. In the US, Folklore by Taylor Swift is still in the top spot. This week, my artist of the week is American pop star Katy Perry. On the 27th of August, Katy and her fiancé Orlando Bloom welcome their first child together into the world, naming their baby girl Daisy Dove Bloom. To top off the great news, Katie also released her new album on the 28th of August featuring some great pop tracks such as Daisy's Never Really Over, Cry About It Later, Smile and What Makes a Woman. "Daisies" is arguably the album's best track that appears to be an ode to Katie's personal resilience. Daisies refers to the saying, pushing up the daisies, which is an expression usually used to describe someone that is dead and buried, as Katie refuses to listen to what the haters and critics say, as she stands tall, strong, and provides an inspiring song that encourages listeners to follow their dreams, as she sings, told them your dreams, and they all started laughing, I guess you're out of your mind, till it actually happens, I'm the small town, one in seven billion, why can't it be me? They told me I was out there, tried to knock me down, took those sticks and stones, showed them I could build a house. They tell me that I'm crazy, but I'll never let them change me, till they cover me in daisies. While Katie's album has been met with mixed reviews, it's definitely worth a listen. This new 35 year old mother isn't giving up the fight, and she still has plenty of great music ahead of her. This week in the news, the MTV VMA Awards were the first awards ceremony in the US to be held after the coronavirus lockdowns. It was an unusual broadcast though, with performances in front of an empty venue with no guests and fans present due to COVID restrictions. Video messages from stars such as Taylor Swift were sent in while pre-recorded performances still took place within the venue ranging from Miley Cyrus the hottest band out of South Korea, BTS hit the stage to perform their new hit Dynamite a big moment for the band as they begin to break into the US market The weekend performed Blinding Lights 300 meters above Manhattan on a rooftop with an impressive firework display DaBaby performed a powerful version of his track Blind where he, like The weekend, referenced the police brutality and Black Lives Matter protests happening at this time in the US. The most interesting performance of the night was Lady Gaga with Ariana Grande with their track Rain On Me. As Gaga appeared throughout the night in a range of quirky masks and costumes. She was the star of the show taking home 5 awards from her 9 nominations. She won Artist of the Year, Song of the Year, Best Cinematography and Best Collaboration for Rain On Me and the inaugural Tricon Award, which was essentially created just for her, as it acknowledges her success in acting, music and fashion. Other winners on the night included The Weeknd for Best Video for Blinding Lights. Taylor Swift won the Best Direction Award, becoming the first female solo artist to do so for track, the Man after directing it herself. Megan the Stallion's song Savage won for Best Hip Hop, On by BTS won Best Pop, and Doja Cat won Best New Artist. To top off the night, there was also a tribute to the late actor Chadwick Boseman. With the 43-year-old sadly losing his battle with colon cancer, he was known best for his role as the Black Panther. In other news, music royalty, Sir Alton John, has slammed the current state of modern pop music, as he stated, You look at most of the records in the charts, they're not real songs, they're bits and pieces. It's nice to hear someone write a proper song. I like people who write songs, and there's plenty of people that do, but a lot of them don't get played on the radio, because they're too sophisticated, and we get songs made by a computer all the time, and I'm not interested in that. Many appear to agree with Elton, with songs like WAP by Cardi B and Megan The Stallion especially coming under fire, with many pondering how they actually got there in the first place. In our final story for the week, we can finally reveal that Ed Sheeran and his wife Cherry Seaborn have welcomed their first child and baby girl into the world, naming her Lyra Antarctica Seaborn Sheeran. He revealed the news via Instagram after having a lengthy break from social media, but stated that they are all doing well and are over the moon. It was revealed that they called Lyra after a book that is Ed's father's favourite called His Dark Materials, which is about a girl that lives in an alternate world and has a magic device that can predict the future. While the name Antarctica comes from Ed and Sherry's mutual love for the place that they visited nine months ago, you do the maths. Coming up this Monday, on the 7th of September, is a Stevie Nicks story. In this episode, we explore Stevie's life from her early days touring with her beloved grandfather as a child, performing in bars and gin mills with him, to the time she met her first real love, Lindsay Buckingham. We take a look at the ups and downs of her career, dealing with drug addiction, relationship issues, and go inside the band Fleetwood Mac. Exploring the lives of her bandmates along the way, also including the Rumours album that was famous for its drama and raw emotion bleeding onto the record. We also explore Stevie's solo career and everything in between, literally from birth until the present day. Be sure to join us for that episode, and if you haven't listened to our other episodes, including Slash, Part 1 and 2 of the Robbie Williams story, Pink, Ed Sheeran and Freddie Mercury's two part episode, then I highly recommend you check these out. Well, that wraps up yet another installment of the Weekly Muse. I hope you enjoyed this breakdown of what's happening in the world of music today. Don't forget, if you are really enjoying the podcast, it would be highly appreciated if you could leave a positive review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen, as well as share it with your friends and family and fellow music lovers, as this helps the podcast reach more listeners and helps the podcast be seen. Don't forget to hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you listen so you can receive every new episode direct to you. We're also on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter if you would like to follow us there. And if you're feeling really generous, you can even head to Patreon and support the podcast by signing up to one of three membership packages ranging from just $1 to $5 a month. Become a VIP Backstage Pass member for $5 a month and receive access to our exclusive voting poll for the Season 2 VIP Pick Episode where you can pick from artists such as Cat Stevens, Eddie Vedder of Pearl Jam, Morrissey of the Smiths, and many more. Receive a bonus Rising Stars Top 25 Countdown special episode that includes artists like Billie Eilish, Greta Van Fleet, Halsey, and more. You will also gain access to the Groupies and VIP Only group, where you can post whatever you like relating to the podcast, or post your suggestions and questions. You will also receive a personal shout out and thank you on social media and finally a sneak peek at what's in store for season 2. Thanks again everyone for tuning in. I'm your host Adam Hampton and this is Lyrics of Their Life.